You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 203. Today's Biz Tip Friday answers the question, why you didn't get the sale. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Friday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. Hashtag Biz Tip Friday where I like to take something bite-sized, actionable, and tangible that is working for us that you can apply directly to your business. And today we're going to answer the question, hey, why didn't they buy? Why didn't I get the sale? And I'll show you what we do to answer that. Because here's the deal. I don't know the answer to that question. And you don't know the answer to that question. But someone does. And that is the prospect that said no. The individual that chose not to enroll, not to invest, and not to say yes. So today's biz tip is all about creating what we like to call an exit survey. And I'm gonna go into the details and the specifics of how this looks and how easily this can be for you, not to overthink it, okay? But before we do that, what I really want you to consider if you're running a launch or a promotion, you gotta start to understand your numbers. So like, there's so many people that say like, I only had 10 people buy or only five people buy. I was, what a failure. I suck, blah, blah, blah. But then you look and they only had like 50 people go through the entire promotion. And it's actually quite normal to have like only two to 6% of people. And you can have more, okay? But like two to 6% is a good rough guideline of the amount of people that will go through a launcher promotion and enroll if you're selling like a one-to-many leveraged offer. Okay, so that's the first thing is like reinterpreting the data and not calling it a failure because you converted 10%, but it's 10% is only like five people. Okay, so understand that that's the nature of the beast. Like when we do a launch, 95, 96% of the people don't buy. But where would you be if you continue to focus on all the no's instead of focusing on the people that said yes? Okay, so this isn't about approaching it from everything's broken and wrong and blah, 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 but this is about looking for more data to see what you could do differently, how you could pivot and how you can improve moving forward. And so that's where this, the exit survey comes in. Now you can make it all fancy. You can do a survey monkey. In fact, what I'm going to say is like, if you have more than like a thousand people going through or like two or 3000, probably better to do more of like a survey monkey official survey. That way it's just easier to organize it. You can create like a multiple choice thing where then you can like tally what percentage said what. But in a moment, I'm going to show with you like not just how to create the survey and what to say, but what I think is vastly more important is how to interpret the data, how to interpret what someone's really saying, because I think that's where people are really missing the mark on this. So if you got thousands and thousands of people, yeah, it's probably easier to use a, an official survey form. But if you're, if you've just launched or promoted to a small group of your people, you can do something that I think is far more powerful. And it's to send out a simple email to everyone that participated, but didn't buy. And basically write them an email. That's as simple as like, 
and it can be through your email marketing you know software hey michelle hey name hey you <laughs> hey friend i just want to take a moment and thank you so much for participating and going through our free training series and all the exciting stuff that we shared with you and you know blah 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 i also noticed that you chose not to enroll this time around and so I can improve the experience moving forward, I would absolutely love to know why. Hit reply to this email and let me know why you chose not to enroll. And was there anything I could have done differently or better that would have had you enroll? I cannot wait to hear from you, thanks so much. Okay, notice it's real simple, really short email. You can go back and listen to that again and type that out. Make your own style version of that. But notice the call to action is just hit reply. Like people don't want to take 10 minute long surveys. We ain't got time for that. But they will reply to an email. They will hit the reply button and say blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that's as simple as this can be. And like that's the, that's the tip. Like if you've done any type of selling or promoting the last 30 days, one of the first things you should do is look into... Why did somebody go through all this information, go through the webinar, go through challenge and still chose not to sign up? We need to look at that. We need to get curious as to why that is. What's going on there? Now, here's the thing. Most people will just write back time, money, money, time. And you'll get, you'll get a lot of these answers. So it's up to you if you want to like reply to that, which I think would be a great idea and be like, what specifically? Like money and time are not reasons. They're just things. They're constructs. You know, <laughs> time is not a reason. Time is just time. Too much time <laughs> or too little time, right? And, you know, that's another thing too. So we're going to look into what that could possibly mean. So when someone says, I don't have the time, are they really saying they don't have the time? Or can we start to interpret that differently? Here's how we could begin to interpret that. I don't have the time means this isn't important enough for me. Solving this problem isn't important enough for me. And dedicating the time to this is not worth it for me. That's what I don't have the time means. It means this is not a priority. I'm choosing not to give my time to this because there are things that I see as more important. So then you want to interpret back, what could I have done to show people that this is a priority, that this is important? You know, if you're solving a very little problem that takes a massive amount of time, a lot of people are going to say, I don't have the time. If you're like, I'm going to show you how to create an about me page in eight weeks, ain't nobody got time for that. But if you're like, I'm going to show you something like, you know, like how to find your dream wife or dream husband in three weeks, <laughs> I don't know, I'm making stuff up here. Okay. Someone who's like been desperately alone for a long time is going to make time for something like that. Okay. So how can you show them and convey to them that it is worth the time, that the value is there? Because that's, I'm going to tell you that right now. Do your exit surveys, but 90% of what's going to come back is they're going to say one version of, I didn't see the value. And so obviously that's what's actually going on because if they saw the value, they would have signed up. If I sold you a Lamborghini for the same price that you sell your digital product, you'd buy it even if you didn't have the time or the money. Think about that for a moment. If you sell a $997 product and I go to your same customers and I said, I got a brand new Lamborghini, I'll sell it to you for 997 everyone there would buy it. 
even if they didn't have $997 to their name. Why? Because they see the value in it. They'll find the money and they'll resell it and make a ton. So it's 99% of the time it's going to come down to the value. They don't see the value. So what we're actually looking for is ways in which we can improve the communication of that value. And so we need to start asking them questions and get really curious. Okay. So money is going to be the next one. They might just say money. Well, what about money? Can you share more? You know, just hit reply again. Say, what specifically about money is it that prevented you? I didn't have the money or it's too expensive or very different things. It's too expensive. I can't afford it and I don't have the money. These are all very different things. We can't assume the same. The person might have the money and they just say, I don't want to spend that money on that, which again starts to convey that they don't see the value. Okay. So this can be interpreted very different ways. If we're not careful, you could be targeting people that literally don't have money, or you could be targeting people that do have money, but don't see the value. So they don't want to give up that money. Like here's an example. There's a perfect example. There's a clothing shop in my town and I really like their clothes, but they're expensive. And I saw a jacket that I kind of liked, like on a scale of one to 10, it was an eight. I put it on. I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty cool. And I go, how much? 650 bucks. This is not like a fancy jacket. This is like a, I don't know, like a windbreaker, like a Patagonia type jacket. $650. To me, what came up for me was a principle. I didn't want to spend $650 on a jacket. I didn't see the value. Now, I know there are people out there that are much more into fashion than me. And they like pride themselves on being like, look at this jacket I got that only I can wear because it costs so much money. That doesn't have as much value to me. So from that standpoint, because I didn't see the value for me, I chose not to get the jacket. It wasn't because I couldn't afford it or it would have broken the bank. So notice we have all this stuff and all of these relationships that are different when it comes to money. So time and money are going to be big ones. And those are ones to look at and pay attention to. And those are going to come down to value. Somehow, some way, you didn't communicate the value. Like they need this, that this is going to solve a big enough problem for them. And you want to maybe start to ask questions. Like if <laughs> you could go a couple different places, you could say, how could I have communicated the value? Just be straight up with them. You could say, if I did solve this problem for you, what would that be worth to you? What would that make possible for you? And how much would that be worth? You know, just start a dialogue with some of these people and listen, not trying to sell them at this point. You're not trying to sell anybody anything. You're just trying to get more data and really listen to the words and the language that they're using. Okay, so the next thing that would come up, which is probably the next biggest one, is ability. Like their ability, their confidence, there's a lot of people that will not join because they say, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I'm ready for it. I don't think I have what it takes. I'm afraid it won't work for me. I'm afraid I can't do it. And so this is their own lack of confidence, their own fear coming up. And so you want to see if that's a big reason. And if that is a big reason, what can we do in the future to really communicate, hey, you can do this. Hey, you've got this. More testimonials, more social proof, more content that gets them like, seeing how simple and easy this takes, addressing objections of how much money does this take? How much time does it take? How much skills do I need? What do I need to do? What else do I need to learn or do to make this happen? And showing them that. 
Okay, so those are the big ones. And it's really, guys, as simple as sending out the simple exit survey to everyone who signed up to go through the launch, the promotion, the funnel, whatever, but didn't buy. And if you're new, if you're starting out, if your list is small, you have such a competitive advantage by just starting to talk to people individually. Oh my gosh, like that's the thing that just boggles my mind is so many people want this type of business, but they're not willing to go through the process. They're like, well, give me 100,000 people on my list or nothing. And it's like the only people that get to 100,000 are those that were willing to show up and serve when they had seven. And if that's where your list size is, if that's your audience size, and you're not taking the time to talk to them directly, talk to them individually, then don't expect to grow at all. Because if you're not willing to do what it takes now, you're not gonna do what it takes when you do have that list. Because this is what grows your list. When you build the deeper connections with the people you have now, they tell their friends, they get better results, you get to show them off, and people become drawn to you. So if you're not taking the time now to get curious and fascinating, if you're in your head like, but I failed and but I suck and blah, 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 you're missing the point. You're missing the point of this whole podcast, this whole message and everything we're here to do. When you are the objective scientist, you leave your personal stuff out of it. It doesn't mean anything about you. You just begin to ask better questions and you get curious and you learn and you discover. And when you do that, you'll grow. You do not grow by worrying and beating yourself up and calling yourself names, okay? So even though this is so simple, most people aren't doing it and then they're doing it wrong if they even do do it, okay? If you don't know what someone means when they write back, ask them, just email them, talk to them. Don't be afraid of other human beings. <laughs> they're not gonna bite. They're probably more afraid of you than you are of them anyways, okay? So this was your hashtag biz tip Friday, a really simple one, get those surveys out. If it's been more than 30 days, it might be a little too long when people wouldn't even remember. Oh yeah, I forgot about that thing. Okay, so the sooner the launch, the better, like within two to three days is the ideal, okay? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend and I'll see you all on Monday. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.